Welcome back to the Office Marketing Podcast with Mike Swigert, the podcast all about sales tips, mindset, and value bombs. Five questions to help make your day more productive and learn a thing or two. Here is your host, best-selling author, Mike Swigert. Hey, everybody. Thank you for taking time out of your day and listening to the Office Marketing Podcast. I've got a really uh, fun, innovative, creative creator. Um, his name's Jeff Carlson. Jeff had the brainchild to create My Resource Library. And as a principal of My Resource Library, uh, if you could listen to our pre-call, he has a ever-evolving solution for the interior office space. He is, um, it's just, it's really fun and exciting. And um, I hope he's going to share some really great, great ideas with us today. Jeff, thanks for taking time out of your day to talk to us. Mike, thanks for having me on. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Jeff, you and I met, we were trying to do the math, you know, probably six, seven, eight years ago. And I remember sitting there and I guess maybe because we have a, a swimming connection and I thought this guy is coming, is literally recognizing a problem and he's actually implementing and creating a solution. And you really impressed me. And I'm so glad that we reconnect and I'm so glad we get to to share your story today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's, it's, and by the way, anybody that's listening, it's not me that's the swimmer. It's my daughter, but at least I can talk to Mike about swimming. So <laughs> I don't want anybody to think that I'm, you know, in shape or anything. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it, you, you bring up a very interesting point. I just want to touch upon that for a second. One of the things that does make my resource library and myself a little bit more unique is the years that we've been in the contract furniture industry. So my grandfather started a rep group in 52. My dad's an independent rep. My brother's an independent rep. My mom owned a library service where she was going around and updating design firms and dealers back in the day. Um, I met my wife on a cold call at an interior design uh, firm when I was working as a rep for my family business. And so with all of our history in the industry, what, what I'm trying to figure out is why does it have to be so complex? And how can we make it easier for people in this day and age when technology is so amazing? How can we make it easier and faster for people to actually get the information that they want? So that's kind of how my resource library really came about. So it was, I just felt like that was a, the no, right time to it. bring that up. Mike. No, it's good. Well, what's, what's great is, and, and you and I have seen it, we've been around long enough. Um, what is it? There's someone that says, I think it was Les Brown said, if you want to find uh, the greatest fortunes in all the world, go to the cemetery because most people take the greatest ideas to their grave. Yes. And what's amazing about you is you actually had a vision, you recognize a problem and you implemented and you've actually created a, an amazing, amazing resource. I've personally used it. I've personally seen it in action. All right. Talk to us for people that don't know about uh, my resource library, you know, cause some people that are listening may not be in the uh, commercial furniture space, but like, talk to us about one, like, what was your vision and, and what does it really do? All right. So it started nine years ago as a replacement to the physical library. Um, when I was an independent rep and I was working again as a national sales manager, a, a big trend came about that the binders that are in the libraries are not being updated. Or if they were being updated, what was happening is somebody was going in with a fresh new binder, taking the old one off the shelf, putting the fresh one on, 
and then throwing away the other binder without even looking to see whether it was out of date or not out of date. Then the realization of, well, if somebody came in five minutes after I updated that binder and took a piece out of it, it could be months before I was back to update that binder as well. So the old way of doing things just wasn't efficient anymore. And so I was trying to find a way to actually get a, you know, create those efficiencies by just replacing the physical library. I mean, we've heard for years that everybody wanted to get away from binders and they wanted to get more technology savvy in our industry, but yet there was still the, you know, the mass printing of three ring binders that was going on. So we, we literally took on that. Then we evolved into, you know, one of the best search engines for the commercial furniture industry. Um, we put all that together, helping dealers and designers and reps find products faster. Um, we've implemented uh, the project tool, which allows dealers and design firms to send to their clients information very quickly and easily via a link versus attachments. Mm. And so we're constantly evolving the, the way things are going. Uh, I hope that answered your question. Well, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna so. get, here's the thing is, it's your first language, but there's some people listening. Yep. It might be their second language. So I'll, yep. I'll, um, I hate to say dumb it down, but like, I remember yep. the first time I did a presentation with a large client and we went into the, um, what sort of was a library and we had maybe a, a 60 inch or 75 inch screen. And I was, I was in awe because the designer I was working with on the project understood my research library very well. And yep. all of a sudden, anybody listening, you can imagine like a bookshelf, a, a virtual bookshelf, but you literally just start clicking and it was so smooth. And and um, I kind of was geeking out on the technology, Jeff. And yep. I remember this client being like, oh my gosh, this is great. And instead of pulling out, you know, 80 binders, which probably, you know, took 500 trees to make, it was literally just click and pull, click and pull. Oh, you want to see task chairs? Okay, well, let's look at these five manufacturers. And, yep. and that, was, that was five years ago, Jeff, six years ago. Yep. I can only imagine, you know, and that was on, you know, old networks and, and things like that. And you're constantly improving and getting yep. better. So if anybody's listening, you can imagine pulling up a virtual bookshelf, but then it actually being better than the real thing. And that's so rare. And you did it. You did a great yep. job, Jeff. You really did. And especially when it's on those big 70 inch TVs, it actually looks bigger than the actual library. If you have a physical library, which is really impressive. Yeah. Um, and yes, that, that was the way we started. We started showing PDF brochures of all the products. We then listened to our user base said, hey, we don't want pictures, we want images. So we put in images and then we still kept the brochures and the pricing and you have everything all in one place. And that's, a, that's the really important thing is instead of going website to website to website or remembering manufacturers' websites, you know, URLs or bookmarking pages, this gives you the ability to be exposed to over 400 manufacturers, all of their information, all of their images, all their pricing, all the things that you need, all in one website. So you're not jumping from site to site. It's saving you time and it's basically saving you energy. So, hey, Jeff, so when it comes to pricing, like if a client was in like a, say 300 to 450 price range for a task chair, like, can I pull things up based on that now? You can't yet. Um, okay. We are looking into ways of doing that. And the reason is, is because we're focused on list price. 
Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. And everybody's looking at net pricing. Um, we don't factor in discounting. We don't factor in all of the complexities of that side of the industry. Right. But we are looking into a rating scale that will allow you to filter the library. Down. Oh, that's yes. good. That's good. Almost, yeah. almost like a star level because. I mean, there's, there's yeah. nothing worse than, you know, a client falling in love with an embodied chair with a, uh, with a, with a fold up chair budget, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's and definitely the way, nothing worse than that. <laughs> I know. I know. And if, if you know, that's probably one of my, uh, surprisingly, it's one of my favorite chairs. Uh, if anybody knows, or Miller makes this really cool chair and it almost looks like a, uh, a prehistoric monster up the back. And, and it's, it's a, it's quite a piece, but it is not a, Budget chair. Can we say yep. that? Would that be politically yes. correct? It's not a budget chair. No. I, I, I think it's, it's those are not the those are not the ones that you're going to find at uh, you know the the hundred dollar three hundred dollar price range. No. Um, no. In fact, another chair I um, in Arizona, just as a side note, that's something you'll find funny, and maybe some of your listeners will too. I uh, I work out of a house in my neighborhood, so we own a second house in the neighborhood. I use it as an office. Nobody lives here. Um, I just couldn't work from my actual home. So I came over here. It's a half mile commute. Traffic is horrible. And I, I do drive. Um, but um, the other day we have what's called bulk trash pickup, where it's once a month, you can put whatever you want out by the curb and the, the trash company comes and will take it away. Well, I was driving to work the other day and saw a leap chair sitting on the curb uh, of of this house. And I literally went out and took a picture of it because I thought that's something you don't see every day where you're talking about the embodied chair. It's pretty much the exact same price point. Yeah. You know, you're looking at $800 or so. Um, you don't see those just sitting by the curb, you know, being disposed of in a very unique way. So I thought that was really funny. And just we're in a new world now, my well, new yeah. world. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you hundred percent. I had, um, I had some Zodis from years ago. And we kind of yep. had the same thing, but instead of just putting them out for bulk, I had these two Zodis that um, they just came out of a job and, um, and it just didn't fit some renovations we had done here at the house. And my wife was like, you need to get rid of those. And I said, you know what, if we put them out by the mailbox, I'm pretty sure someone's just going to come by and take them. Sure enough. Yep. I, I, I didn't even see who took them. They were just gone. I'm like, well, someone got two really nice, really nice chairs and they probably don't even know what they have, but they're nice chairs. <laughs> You know, all yeah. right, let's get back on they, this. So yep. you and yep. I could probably uh, tangentify uh, task seating for, for a really long time. Um, yep. So, hey, let's go on. So like, how are people utilizing my resource library today? And maybe even like the impact of the shutdowns last year, you know, how did that impact you guys? I'm guessing it was positive. I don't want to lead you too much, but, yep. um, you know, talk to us. How, how is my resource library being utilized today? So we have jumped in users um, from the pre when COVID really started. We, we jumped up in users. We're a little over 84,000 users now. Um, last year, when we were doing kind of the analytics of the overall library, we were experiencing a little over 3,400 logins a day is our average. After COVID, that number is up to over 6,000. So we're averaging over 6,000 people logging in every day. Um, how are people using it? Again, it, they're using it for the search engine is the number one thing. We experience a little over 160,000 searches every day, or I'm sorry, every month on my resource library. Um, they use it for the project tool. 
they're getting very creative. We've heard from feedback from dealers across the country that they're winning projects with the design community by using the project tool. All right, um, yeah, I'm not sure project, how- Again, talk to us. Yep. What's, what's, what are they liking about the project tool? And excuse my ignorance, I haven't seen it in a couple sure. years. So tell me, what, what, what are you getting out yeah. of the project tool? So with the project tool, you can add anything from a binder into kind of creating your own board, as it were. So you're, you're basically creating a project inside of my resource library where you can drag any images from any binder into it. You can also drag information from your computer. So if you've got a quote or if you've got an overview or if you've got a PowerPoint presentation, you could drag all of those things into a project on my resource library. Then what it does is it creates a link that actually you send to your client, they click on it. They don't have access to the overall library. They don't have access to anything except the information that you sent them. And so we're seeing a lot more firms using it now because A, you can't get in front of a client anymore. So you can't go and deliver them a presentation. And so, and clients don't wanna get a whole bunch of emails with a whole bunch of attachments that slows down their computer. So this is a way for you to send them an enormous amount of information, including videos, anything. We, we actually have one firm over in um, San Diego that shared with me, they created a video of themselves presenting a product, uploaded it into the project, grabbed all the images of the product and put it with it and sent it off to a client as here's the product that I'm recommending for your project. The designer just loved it. And I, they sent me the feedback and it was, a, it was incredible. And it's an easy way for people to actually work with inside of my resource library. Mm. Um, we then launched Transaction Accelerator, which is e-commerce as a service. So a lot of the dealers have been working with standards programs for years. Um, we actually have a way that they can build an online resource for those standards programs where here's a link, go to it, pick the products that you want. It orders it automatically through the business system at the dealership level. So you don't even have to touch it. And it really drives up margins. It really helps the dealers kind of become more efficient. And it takes away from that one salesperson that has to run over, you know, especially in Atlanta where you're from, Mike, the traffic is horrible. Okay. So imagine going from Buckhead to downtown every day just to actually show somebody an image of a chair that's on their standards program or taking a chair down and saying, what finish do you want? They could do all of that online. It's more of an Amazon experience. And can you embed their uh, discounting and everything through that? Yeah, the dealer sets it up so it's got the right pricing and it's exclusive to that standards program. This episode of the Office Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Fusion Advisory. We help commercial contractors generate leads online profitably. Check us out at fusion-advisory.com. What do I yes. have to be? So if I'm a dealer, I need to be a, uh, a user of my resource library. But once I'm there, is there another level that you do to be able to get, the, to get that service? Yeah, so we call it a pro level or pro dealer level. Okay. Um, you do have to sign up for that. And that's uh, basically depends on the size of your dealership and the number of locations that you have and so forth. We also have pro design. That is 100% free for all the A&D firms that are out there. It's a free upgrade that gives you access to pretty much everything that we just talked about, the projects, the enhanced search, gives you, you know, an unlimited library, whatever binders you want in your right, library. Jeff, whoa, whoa. You can't just you can't just <laughs> throw that in. 
Jeff, this is pretty yeah. powerful because we get a lot of designers yeah. that listen listen to the podcast, right? So yeah. a designer can have access to a, a limited piece of my resource library or what, what can designers see? So if a designer just goes to my resource library and logs in as a free account, they get the free Atmos. They get, they get, I think there's 400 manufacturers that are on the library now. They can go through all of those binders. It'll show them who their local reps are. It'll give them the information. It'll give them the pricing and the brochures and everything else. But when they go to do a search, it's very limited as to how far it'll dive down into the search engine. We call that a pro feature. It's a pro enhancement. For the design firms, any A&D firms that are out there, it's a free upgrade for them to upgrade to the pro version. All they have to do is tell us the manufacturers they want in their library. We build them a custom library. They can do all the enhanced searches and they have the ability of doing projects. Oh, it's brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. I, I I love the fact, and, and anybody listening, because you kind of know like, and Jeff and I talked about it on the pre-call, like getting the content and data into a, a searchable format. I mean, it's, I don't know, are you in like terabytes or what? I, mean, I can only imagine how much content you have. In you know, some people asked us a long time ago to, to do an app for the uh, iPad. Um, the amount of data would fill multiple, multiple iPads up, but also you'd have to update it every half hour. Uh, we are constantly updating in the library. Yeah. Um, it's not like we do updates once a week. It's I have an entire team of people led by Samantha Gindy on my team. That's all they do is update the binders all day long. Yeah, well, and I so appreciate, I appreciate that because as uh, someone who, um, who sold, I, I won't name the manufacturers that I sold, but um, they're all in your books. Um, yeah. Thank you for updating the books. That's very yeah. nice. To be, <laughs> I, I think anybody who's ever touched a project, thanks you for doing that because you're yes. holding the entire industry accountable uh, through your platform. And it's very powerful. Thank you. Thank you for all that. Because I guess there's a, a quick ship solution too. Like if I just had a project that was on a quick ship, there is a way just to sort of just find quick yep. ship solutions. Correct. That's correct. How do you do that? Like so if you're working on GSA or quick ship, okay. um, if you're a designer, you can click on the button. It's a filter. It just says, show me only quick ship. It does away with every binder or every product in the binder that does not have quick ship. Wow. Well, if so, I, you many times, cause I was in lighting and, and furniture and on the lighting yep. world, you many times I got calls from PM saying like, Hey, this is a fast track project. They need to be in, in six, in six weeks, or they need to yep. be in eight weeks, or it's a spec suite. They're taking another 10,000 feet over here. You know, what, what do you got? How fast yep. can you have it? That's brilliant. I love that, Jeff. And then we've integrated with two very powerful spec engines. So we've integrated with CET designer which is what all the aligned dealers are using for design and for renderings. And then we've also integrated with Project Matrix, which is the spec tools that dealers are using for doing quotes and all that fun stuff. So we've integrated with two of the best partners in the industry uh, so that you literally can just, if you're looking on my resource library, you can also filter, show me only anything that has CET and you can actually take the file directly drag it from my resource library and put it directly into a project. So you don't even have to download the product anymore from any website. So, yeah, I'm kind of geeking out because regularly I was a guy, cause I am a, um, 
it, I'm a sales guy. I am a enterprise sales guy. That's what I did. I was always thinking about the vision. When it came to getting granular, I kind of knew it, but you, you're basically making it um, less stressful for me to think about getting involved with a specification. So yep. you, you're really taking a lot of the, I don't know, you're kind of pulling back the curtain on Oz a little bit, making it a little bit easier. I like it, Jeff. Really well done. That's, that's our entire mission is to remove complexity by making things easy. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, how, um, so are you, I hate to ask this question, but like, how are we touching other industries? Cause it, I mean, the furniture industry, I'm sure appreciates you and loves you. And it's an amazing, I don't know, uh, $50 billion industry and I'm probably low. Right. Yep. Um, but like, what other industries are you spreading out into? You know, what are, are we touching into other areas? Obviously some, maybe acoustics, maybe some walls, maybe things like that. Yep. What's going on, Jeff? So we're moving into architectural products. We're moving into flooring. We're moving into textiles. Um, we're putting together a couple of programs for them that are very unique in the fact that one of the challenges that we've heard is, you know, when you want to order a sample from like say a textile company, you have to go to each individual website to order the samples. Uh, there is another company out there that does fulfill like that, but we wanted to make things super easy on my resource library without disrupting the way that the textile companies work. So our goal is to put a shopping cart onto my resource library by the end of second quarter. So we're coming upon that pretty quickly. This year is just flying by. No kidding. But by the end of the second quarter, You'll be able to put products into a shopping cart on my resource library. It will then parse it directly to all the manufacturers that you're ordering from. You'll immediately get an email back saying, these are the samples you ordered. They'll get an email saying, this is what you've ordered. And then they'll fulfill it through there so that you get taken care of as a client. I love it. I love it. I feel like whether you're a, a, a furniture a rep, dealer, a, a designer, what, what great solutions you have. I, I'm excited to hear how you sort of expand out and your, the tentacles start going in because you and I both know once you get a tentacle in there, the flooring industry is going to grab you and eat you up. Like, yes. because this can be driven by the designers. The designers want yep. that. They don't, I, I don't think they really want to talk to six different reps to try to specify something. The concept of doing it all through my research libraries, really powerful. I like that a lot. Yeah. And especially in this day and age, like right now we're hearing from a lot of reps and um, that they're, they're getting emails from the design firm principals saying, please stop mailing things to my designers at their homes. Hmm. And with everybody kind of working differently now, um, it's really a panic from manufacturers and reps is how do I get in front of somebody that doesn't want me to mail them anything? And I can't just go knock on their door and say, hey, do you have time for a quick presentation in your own home? So um, my resource library is a natural move in that direction to really help them by creating those projects, sending them a link instead of an email with the hundreds of attachments. And you could send an enormous amount of information that way. Good, good. Well, yeah. I, you know what? I almost feel I'd be remiss if I didn't say, by the way, uh, my resource library is not paying anything to be on this podcast. I'm just a huge <laughs> fan of what you do. Like, I know I'm kind of, I am, I'm kind of, I, I'm totally geeking out. I'm super impressed with everything you're doing. It's such a, a powerful solution for the industry. And I'm, it's fun watching it evolve. I can only imagine, you know, five years from now, you're going to get your, my resource library, uh, VR goggles, and you're going to put them on. And then you guys are going to plug in. I, I'm sure you've already had that conversation with someone, but uh, we're yeah. not that far away, are we? 
Um, no, we had a, actually Newcraft on my resource library had a lot of augmented reality information into their binder. It was really kind of cool um, because we are computer based. We're not cell phone based and so forth yet. But one of the things you could do is if you saw all a conference table that you liked and you wanted to see what that would look like in the room, you could literally scan your computer with your phone and then put it using Simply Augmented, you could put it into a space. It was really cool. Um, I'm not a big fan of the goggles because yeah. I get all dizzy inside of those. But yeah. at the same time, yeah, you're not very far from doing a lot more of the specifications onto my resource library. Yeah. Well, I think you and I can talk about it uh, forever, yep. but I want to get into a little bit more about you. Why don't you uh, tell us something that not everybody knows about Jeff Carlson? What you got? Uh, you know what? This is when you sent me over the list of questions, Mike, that was yeah. the one that scared me the most. <laughs> sure. and, and I'll tell you why. I am so transparent. I mean, everybody that follows me on social media knows that I like drinking Jack Daniels. Uh, they know I like to play golf. They know I like to work hard and they know I travel a lot. Um, one of the things that I would say that most people don't know about me, especially when you meet me and see me, I really like being alone. Like I really, truly am most comfortable just sitting down in my house, reading or watching a book or watching a movie or, you know, just being relaxed and by myself but I am such a social person that most people wouldn't, they, they would see a conflict there, but I am really at peace when I am just kind of by myself and in my mind and gives me time to think. And it gives me time to, to process. That's good. That's good. You got to know yep. how to recharge. I mean, that's, I'm sure we could go through a Myers-Briggs Enneagram disc assessment and it would, one of those guys will go, oh, this is why, because you're an extrovert <laughs> with a heavy intro and, and they're, they're going to find you're a three or whatever you are. And they're yeah. going to look back and go, Jeff, it's just okay. You just got to recharge them batteries, you know? Yes. And at six, five, you got some big old batteries. To recharge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. I'm carrying uh, a lot of extra weight. So, yeah, yeah, the no, no, <laughs> it's just, you, you know, you'll grow into it. The, um, yeah. Let's talk about mindset. You and I talked a little bit about this beforehand you know, yep. with all the shutdowns last year, with a lot of people, because we can't interact and we can't communicate and really get those oxytocin connections. What do you yep. do to keep your, your energy so positive? You know, it, it's really interesting. Before COVID started, um, I, I took transcendental meditation. I went and learned how to do meditation. Um, I highly recommend it, by the way. It is uh, phenomenal. And I meditate twice a day. And um, it really helps me kind of get my focus back. But as far as with what's happened with COVID, a lot of people are done with Zoom meetings. A lot of people are frustrated. A lot of people are making some, it's very unique the way that you're seeing people getting together now. And you still have a whole bunch of people that are afraid still to get together, even with the vaccines and everything else that are coming out there. So um, I think the way that I stay focused is by realizing that tomorrow will happen. Um, you know, it was, it was very interesting. I was, you know, I, I don't really talk religion, but yesterday I was at church because, you know, obviously Easter, yeah. sorry, two days ago I was yep. at church and, you know, the, the message from our church was that it wasn't a new normal. It was new. It wasn't that, you know, um, Jesus Christ died and was resurrected or whatever else it, it, he didn't come back to give us the normal. He came back to give us the new. 
And I think that a lot of people need to remember that the the normal was going great. And by the way, we we shut down one of the most amazing economies in the lifetime. But what's new? And that's really exciting for me is that there is something that's new and it's coming and we need to embrace it versus, you know, just trying to force ourselves to get back to normal. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a, that's a really positive way to, to, to wrap this up. Um, yep. Jeff, if someone wanted to get in touch with you, what would be the best way to get in touch with Jeff Carlson? Well, uh, LinkedIn is usually the easiest. I spend about three hours a day on LinkedIn. Um, but um, you could also, uh, so I'm under just Jeff Carlson at My Resource Library. My email is jeff at myresourcelibrary.com. They can email me there. Um, I'm pretty easy to find on most social media platforms, except for Facebook. I do not use Facebook at all, uh, but I am on Instagram as the My Resource Library principal or MRL principal. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm very accessible. People uh, can reach out to me, any of those platforms. I'd be happy to take their call and talk to them, especially anybody that really has an idea and thinks that it should be a company. I love meeting with people and encouraging them to pursue their dreams because I tell you, I am not a, not a smart guy. I'm not an overeducated guy. I left, I left college my senior year to actually go pedal Jack Daniels uh, here in the state of Arizona. Um, I literally came up with the idea of my resource library I've had other ideas previously, and I didn't do anything about those. This just happened to fit, and we launched the program, and it has been one of my biggest joys of my life. And I strongly encourage others to follow those dreams. I love it. I love it. Well, you know what? One of the joys of my day has been connecting with you, Jeff. It really, you've yes. been, you're, you really are a blast. I can't wait until we, uh, we, we see each other on the golf course. Hopefully, it's this summer. And, yep. uh, and we'll have a good time and, and perhaps, uh, we'll have a, a, a nip of the sour mash, uh, with <laughs> us and, uh, and golf clubs in hand. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. Have a great day. Sounds good. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the office marketing podcast. Be sure to join the conversation on our YouTube channel, LinkedIn, and Facebook pages. If you enjoyed the episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time.